Okay, um, as I'm dying in my bed. Oh my god, that scared the fuck out of me. It's on Netflix, and I saw that my father had a profile on Netflix, and I was like, when did this get here? I was so scared, but it's fine. Um, (gasps) okay, well, anyway. Yeah, my leg is completely swollen. Who was that? So, I'm going to film a podcast. Not film. I'm going to record a podcast. And I'm going to put my leg up in the air, shut the window, and record. There we go. Oh, God. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, give me a second. I'm almost, I'm almost. Oh, God. No, because I can't get it. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. So. Um... As I watch this show upside down, we're gonna talk about my part two of my employment videos. And this is called Filing Taxes in New York and Ohio. Slay. Okay. Because my work, my work life, um, Changed a lot from New York to Ohio. I mean, oh, just kidding. Uno reversed that. From Ohio to New York. And it changed because I decided I wanted to change, you guys. I feel like I'm not making any sense right now, but it's fine. Um, okay. We're fighting. It's so cold in my room. My roommate burnt, burnt a spatula last night on the stove so the whole apartment smells like fucking like plastic and I want to fucking die that's why my window is open even though it's like 30 fucking degrees and my fucking like I can't I fucking can't my walls are ice and my my legs are on the wall because I have to keep my foot up yo okay oh god oh god maybe I'll just put some I can't do it some pillows yeah um, anyway, so I quit Geraces in the summer of after graduating high school because I saved, actually, no, I didn't save up money. My father forced me to save up money and would put half my paycheck in, um, like a savings account that I couldn't touch. And I fought him and we yelled and we argued until I got the money because I turned 18 so I wanted like to open up my own bank account that didn't have his name on it and he was really bitter about that and it started a lot of fights and I eventually got all my money and I quit my job at Geraces because I could say it's easy to say that I wanted to piss my parents off but that's not really the real reason it did piss my parents off but I wanted to spend 
my summer with my friends. I wanted to just relax. I had worked so much during the fucking school year that I never got to hang out with my friends and I never got to just fucking relax. It was nonstop for like those four, those last four years of high school. Um, oh God. Oh God, my leg. So. Oh my God, I can't do this. I need it to be like down or something, yo. Okay, fuck this. Give it a second. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm so, like, annoying. Um. <sighs> I am cozy again. Okay, this is gonna be a good podcast episode. I. Fucking. Spent that whole summer. I didn't have a job. But Akira, funny story is, I went to the mall. And these women at the mall were, like, obsessed with me. They worked in Akira, like, this fast fashion, like, drag queen glamour type store. Um, It was, like, Shein quality, but priced at, like, Urban Outfitters type stuff. And it was crazy. They, like, I would go in there because some of the stuff was cute. Like, some of the stuff I was like, I would wear this, but it's not, like, the best quality. But it's fun. It's not... I have good taste, I like to think. So, I would go in there and look. I would look. No harm in looking. So, these bitches tried to recruit me. I did an interview with them. But I also got the job from Nordstrom the day of. So, they didn't give me, like, a final answer. But I went to Nordstrom after. And they gave me a job. I interviewed for the the women's department. I was working in Topshop is where I started. Um, Savvy Savvy Topshop is what they called it. Um, And the manager that interviewed me was leaving to work somewhere else. And she was amazing, though. I was so fucking pissed off that she was leaving. She was so nice, so quaint, but she was leaving. Um, so I got the job. I went home. I fucking told my parents just to be like, yeah, I got a fucking job. Like, shut the fuck up. And I'm starting, like, tomorrow. This was in, like, August. It was at the end of the summer, and everyone was going to school. And I was really fucking sad. And... Because I didn't want to work at Jabracy's anymore. That's disgusting. I would have killed myself if I stayed at Jabracy's. That depressing ass place. <sighs> While everyone moved on and went to college and stuff, I was not going to stay there. That's horrid. No. So. I started Nordstrom. And my first day, I met, I remember, Robert who was the sexiest man ever. He was the security guard, and he... You couldn't tell at first, but he was gay. He just didn't advertise it. Um, But he was so fine. Everyone was, like, surprised that I, like, didn't know that he was gay. But he was, like, a cop-type man. So I was like, no way this man is fucking gay. 
but we were kiki and we were kiki and like i had the biggest crush on him and i think he knew but it was never inappropriate in that way i just thought he was attractive and i would say like hello in a cute way i would never say anything fucking like inappropriate we would just it was whatever i'm pretty sure he had a partner too so whatever but yeah I started and I worked with Courtney and Diaz who I'm not friends with anymore but they became my friends while everyone was in college Courtney, Diaz, Delaney um, Marie Lisa uh, Julie Arden, Alyssa um, and my well, he wasn't my manager yet, but my manager, John. Carrie-Anne was never my fucking friend. I fucking hated Carrie-Anne. Carrie-Anne was my manager, and she was the biggest fucking cunt on the planet, I will say. She just didn't know what she was doing, and she wanted to yell at me all the time and yell at me for fucking style boards. Like, I think that's so annoying, and I think that's why I'm getting so triggered at the job that I have now in New York. I'm working at a coffee shop, but I'm not going to talk about that until I put in my two weeks so it's fine um yeah so i'm working top shop area there was this girl oh my god i forgot her name but she had the babiest voice i've ever fucking heard in my life she drove an audi convertible and she just sucked at her job too like she was so lazy she didn't put anything away and it was a nightmare. Oh my god, I'm getting so triggered right now. But it's fine. I'm feeling my smooth face. I Eyebrow reveal. I shaved my eyebrows, you guys. So yeah, that happened. Okay, back to this. The girls in the Savvy Top Shop, because Nordstrom is commission-based, so um, they just chatted all day. Because it was really hard to make commission in Nordstrom, because... Ohioans would just return everything. They would, like, go Christmas shopping, get their kids something, and then the kids wouldn't want it, so they would just fucking return it. And, yeah, so commission was a waste of fucking time. The only person that made commission in that store was Marie, because she had loyal customers, and she fucking harassed the fuck out of everyone. Like, harassed. And I was consistent. I would, like put stuff away, I would sell people stuff, I'd put stuff away, I would sell people stuff, I would clean up, rearrange, make sure it looked nice, Marie would just sell, 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 and then when it was dead, she would put stuff away, which was, like, unfucking fair and she also was at the good counter, by the expensive clothes, we, I was by Topshop, so, I always had a vendetta, because, Selling top shops shit was impossible, but we're not gonna talk about it. Yeah, so let's just do a run through the floor. The customer service girlies are like I loved everyone. Um, I oh Emily was over there. Emily was all right. We never had a problem. I feel like she was really lazy though, but I mean, what was she gonna do? Um, there was this one really, like, sweet, but, like, you could tell she was crazy, and I forgot her name. She left and moved out of state somewhere. Um, the store manager, don't even get me started, 
Lindsay Pocock was crazy. She was insane. She was the... Like, she was, like, mentally unstable. I swear to Jesus Christ. She would yell at the visual merchandise. When I became a visual merchandiser, it was, like, us against Lindsay. And it was, like, oh, not that I cared. I didn't take it too fucking seriously. But my manager did and Lindsay did. And they would just butt heads all the time. And she, oh, oh, my God. Because we were the worst Nordstrom out of all the Nordstroms in the United States. We were the worst selling one. And it was funny. Sorry, my leg hurts. Um, anyway, who else? Chris hated me. She would yell at me for my stomach being out. She Because Nordstrom had like a dress code. You could wear whatever you wanted. Except for like your midriff showing but girl i did not care i wore inappropriate shit all the fucking time and by inappropriate i mean my midriff was out never anything bad like it was ridiculous that they were so anal about that she would track me down i felt like i was in high school again so i would just wear jackets and when she wasn't looking i would just unbutton them so Nordstrom is when I really first started, like, expressing my, um, self through clothing. And just did not give a fuck because why not? I had a good income. And I could spend it on clothes. So, I did. I went to Goodwill and I would buy, like, $200 worth of stuff and I'd get, like, 20 tops. And it was, like, good. It was fucking good. Tops meaning blazers and, like, t-shirts and crop tops and whatever else. But, yeah, so I was having fun while I was living there. <laughs> living there in Ohio. But, what else? Who else? What else? What else? What else? Yo, Jim, the men's manager, was so annoying. He was gay. I swear to God, he was closeted. We all thought so. He was so mean, but he had the biggest crush on, like, girls. But he was short. He was a short king and said he was going to move to Florida. I don't know if he ever did. I mean, I got out of there first, so. Um, yeah. Okay. Shoe department, there was Steven. Yo. Steven was and still is someone I think is very sexy. Someone that I think is very sexy. He had a little bit of a limp, but he was so fine, you guys. Mm, my God. He was so fine. And again, I was never like, I would say I was too shy to talk to this man. I'm shy when I like people. That's why I could never like sexually assault or harass someone because girl that's crazy one and two i'm just not that kind of person so i he is my fun fact when i got my new phone i needed a six digit password so it was steven um and it's fine it's fine anyway the makeup counter girlies were 
intense, I will say. They were the biggest bitches. But when I was visual merchandising for them, they were so fake. They were, like, nice to my face. And then they'd be so mean to me behind my back. Except for the manager, Natalie. Which I... She was still fake behind my back, but she was mother. Like, I loved her. She would talk shit with me about my manager at the time. But would talk shit about me to like the other manager but it's fine it's fine it's fine shanae i fucking hated shanae i would just make like jokes about shanae all day i'd be like shanae girl hey mama like hey girly come here and i would just literally like joke around she was so serious and i was just not serious at all which was the gag of it all um Who else? There was this gay guy in the men's department. I never knew his name, but he was... He was right. We would chat. He was kind of creepy, though. He had some vibe about him. I feel like... He was just old and lonely. You know? A gay guy that's old and lonely. I don't know. Um... Who else... Um, everyone hated the visual merchandisers. And when I became a visual merchandiser, like, everything went to hell. But let's just pretend that I'm a salesperson still. Um, Lisa was, I, she was nice to talk to. She wasn't, she was kind of a bitch. Like, she would just, like, yell at people for being messy and things. And would sometimes come after me for being messy, but... I mean, Whatever. Uh, I didn't take it to heart. Um, oh my god. There was this crazy woman. I forgot what her name was. But she was like convinced that the government was out to get her. And she had this crazy fucking Facebook. And just was insane. And like wrote a letter to Nordstrom being like, everyone that works here is a snake. And like some dumb fucking shit. She was just overreacting, and she was like, they're trying to fire me, and there's no reason to. It's because she sucked at her job, which is why everyone was yelling at her. And she was crazy, and she lied, and she didn't clean up, and she just tried to get all the commission. But it's fine. Um, who else? Nancy was mother. Um, she was so in for the commission though she was so mean if you didn't clean up or anything or like stole sales from her or like she oh god she was funny though she would talk about like baking and shit and being i'd always be like nancy i'm gonna come over are you gonna bake for me i mean she probably thought it was creepy as fuck but like i didn't care i was just being goofy girl um delaney was like weirdly Republican was the thing I remember most about her. She was in my, she knew my brother, my oldest brother. And they, I, I could tell they got along, LOL. Um, but she was like anti-COVID, wanted to move to like Texas, wanted to be like a, a social media star. Um, she still works for Nordstrom. I think she works in the Tennessee one. I think that's where she lives now. For, like, she got a job at, like, an internship, I'm pretty sure, at, like, Channel 5. 
and it was weird, but we, I would be fake with her. I would talk it up. I would say, Hey, I would spend my time with her, but Diaz and, um, Courtney thought she was like racist, which I cannot confirm or deny. But if she's was around people in my brother's friend group, um, she might have been. So what now? Not acceptable. That's for sure. But Alyssa. Alyssa worked hand-in-hand hand with Marie. They always got along. But Alyssa was so... She was the sweetest person, but she annoyed me. I was so annoyed with this girl. She was so lazy. She was in school. She wore, like, the cheapest basic things and thought it was so camp. And I was like, girl, you, you good? But I never said it to her face. I mean, I can say it now because... I don't see her anymore, and it's, I'm being honest, but, like, I, just, some things I can avoid. Like, if it doesn't have to be said, I'm not gonna say it. But, like, she, yo, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't working. Um, what else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, my God, Marie when I first started training, like, Marie trained me, but I just remember she had, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna say it anyway, she had the dis, oh, girl, she had, like, rotting teeth or something was going on, and, like, the worst coffee breath all the fucking time. <coughs> oh, my God, so, but I never, like, I, it was, Oh God! Girl, I'm dead. They're lying. They're gaslighting this girl on TV, but it's fine. Um, yeah. Carrie Ann, let me get started on Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann was sleeping with the um. Oh. My God, I can't believe I just jumped to that conclusion and said she was sleeping with. I mean, she was, but she had a boyfriend, too, I'm pretty sure. She started in, um, she started in fucking, what is it called? The online order department, um. And she was working with the manager, Kevin, and then got promoted to be the um, women's floor manager. But she would always be, she, oh my God, don't even get me started. She would come yell at me in Topshop and the online order department was like behind Topshop. So then she would just go back there and like flirt with Kevin and hide back there and act like she was working. And then if I went back there to like look for an item, of, look for an item of clothing that was online or we had a size or it was back there because it wasn't supposed to, well, it wasn't technically supposed to be on the floor. She would like leave when she heard the door open, she would get so flustered. So, fuck her. Fuck her. 
fuck that cunt. But it's fine. Um, I feel fine about it. Um, so, yo, this show is so corny, but it's, I love it. Um, Kevin was all right. Never had a problem with him. I just, everyone was like, he, I never said this. I'm just telling you guys what everyone said. Everyone was like, Kevin has a big penis. Um, fun fact. I, I never, I never spoke those words until now. Never in the workplace. So do not come for me. Um. Anyway. The customer service girlies. Who? I can't think of their names anymore. Um. I know. Oh my god, it's gonna bother me. I love how I just go into these episodes and raw dog it. Um, it's it's great though. You know what's so funny that I like. Whenever I would get sick as a kid, like I would just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get better." But now when I get sick, I'm like, "This is the end. This is it." I can't even imagine what old people are going through. Like, they probably think, like, it's the end end. But. Um. Oh, my God. I can't remember her name. Julie was crazy, yo. Julie would, like used to own a store like this girl had crazy motherfucking stories and I would laugh about them all the time she would shake from being over caffeinated and would just she was like the biggest bitch but like to your face and I thought it was like the best thing in the world she would just like say what she thought and I was like period though good fucking for you um yeah, she worked in the athletic department, so I would try and stay away from the athletic department when I didn't want to talk to her. Because even if I didn't want to talk to her, she would, like, rope me in and we would talk forever. Um, and I feel like every time I was talking to Julie, like, Lindsay would come around and she would come and be like, why aren't you guys selling stuff? Like, sell these coats. Like, bring these coats out to the floor. And she would just move shit around on her fucking own. Do these big ass floor moves because we were the worst Nordstrom. And we just, she would be like, we need to like make these, like this shit sell. But yeah. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Courtney, I don't even want to get me started on Courtney. I started with Courtney and Courtney was really quiet when I first started. Courtney was so fucking quiet. This man that's on the TV is so sexy. I'm so sorry. Um, but, um, Courtney was like so lazy. Courtney was the definition of a fucking lazy liberal. And Carrie Ann hated her. She, Carrie Ann and Courtney would get into it all the fucking time. And Courtney would talk so much shit, but not to Carrie Ann's face. And I was like, girl, say something to her face. Because I would say shit to Carrie Ann. I would be like a smart ass. 
but like an anxious smart ass, you know? So there was like a limit to what I would say, but I would say shit to her face. Like at the end, it all came out, but yeah. Courtney just had it all bottled up. So she was rude to customers. She wouldn't clean up. Um, she would go on long ass breaks. She dressed like very basically and she wanted to move to New York. This was going to be my OG roommate, Courtney. She was going to move into an apartment with me and thank God those plans fell through because let me tell you, I was friends with Courtney and she wanted to leave really bad. She was going to go work because she used to work for coach and they weren't like treating her right at Nordstrom, which valid, but she was lazy anyway. So I wouldn't have kept her around as long as she was, but she just treated me. Sorry, I'm eating blueberry bread. She just treated me like a fucking kid all the time. And was like, Oh my god, he just came out, but it's fine. Um. Yeah, so Courtney would just be like, get like your credit score together, save up money. Why are you moving to New York? Where are we gonna live? And just wanted it all her way. And like, I'm mature. I was a kid. I had some dreams. I had some ideas. But she was like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. And I was like, girl, then why do you still live here? Why are you still working a minimum wage job in Ohio? If you think you're so right. Because um, we would go out, but she was lame as fuck out, too. And we planned this trip, too. Because she hated Marie, too. Like, Courtney had an axe to grind against everyone. She was probably fake as fuck behind my back, but... I know she is now, but I never caught her back then. Um... So... We were friends with, um... <gasps> She's pregnant. Oh, my God. No, so we were all, we made this group. It was me, Diaz, and Courtney. And, oh my God, Rachel. This bitch, Rachel. No. So, Rachel, why are they playing this music if she's fucking pregnant? No. You guys, this girl, Rachel, was the laziest, oh my God, the laziest cunt on the planet. So I, I basically got her fired. So I'm not going to tell you how I did it. I mean, I didn't think this Nordstrom job was like that fucking serious, but this girl was like beyond lazy. Like she would be scheduled and I would only get angry because it was my break girl. Like I wanted to go eat. I wanted to go get my fucking coffee, my latte, my iced latte with oat milk and my um, oatmeal raisin cookie. And just chillax. And this bitch would be like two hours late. And then would just jolly golly around. Jolly golly around. 
And I was like, girl, can we do something while I'm gone? Like, put at least a, f- a few shirts away? Can we, like, dust or something? Like, the counter's covered. I don't understand. Um, like, I don't know. She would just, like, take the ugliest selfies in the fucking bathroom. And is she... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I'm pretty sure she was a Kent fashion student, too. Like, embarrassing. Oh, my God. Embarrassing. Spend your money on something else. Um, yeah. So, I literally just told on her all the time for being late as fuck. And... They... <laughs> they, like, eventually... No, I'm pretty sure she quit, but... It was, like, getting to that point. Because we all bullied her because she was so annoying. And she said the craziest, most inappropriate shit one day. And we were all like, what? Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, back to Diaz and Courtney. So Diaz I met, oh my god, through Delaney. No, not Delaney. Delilah. Delilah was the men's, like, floor manager. Um... And she had, like, this baby voice. She'd be like, Afraka. And it was so... No, that's not even right. Like, it's much more annoying. Frank, I want to move to New York. It was just like... It was like, you... Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I liked her at first. No, at first, I hated her. And then I started talking to her. And then I was like, okay, she's pretty chill. She's pretty cool. And then she was like, my friend Diaz is going to work here. And then I was like, okay, work. So then Diaz got the job. And then I started, like, opening up to, like, Delilah. And she was, like, very supportive at first. And she, I just hated that when we became friends, we were going to move in together. It was going to be, like, me, Courtney, um, Delilah. And Delilah just totally lied. And Like, she just fucking lied. So. She, like, moved to New York before I did. Like. Because she was doing a semester there for school or something. I'm pretty sure this bitch was at Kent, too. Like, that's crazy. So. She fucking... Lied to me and was like, yeah, I'll help you out. Totally backstabs me. Diaz and me are friends. We're always hanging out. I'm getting, like, drunk at his apartment. I'm pretty sure Diaz had a crush on me the entire fucking time. And I said that to, like, Courtney. And Courtney fucking, like, told him. I swear. But... I forgot exactly why we had a falling out, me and Diaz and I. But his friend, because I hung out with his friends all the time, and we would go to, like, the gay bar. And I would get so wasted, but, like, it was fine. I think I was just, I I was having fun, and so was, Diaz was too. And then it all went to shit, because... I think I said something really... I think we both said mean shit to each other and then it was over. If you want me to be completely honest, I don't remember. Now that I'm trying to reminisce. But I remember, like, it abruptly stopped it. 
stopped and then he like found a new job and it was he was just gone and it was really bitter after that because he would still come to the nordstrom coffee like bar and i would be like oh and he just like wouldn't say hello and it was so awkward and he was friends with courtney and neither of them would say hello to me because me and courtney's friendship went in the trash after um and this is probably one of the reasons because I'm pretty sure I like told Diaz what happened. Oh yeah, and then he sided with Courtney. That was one of the major reasons, but no. So I planned this trip with Courtney because we were supposed to move in together. And I was like, let's go visit New York. And um <coughs> we I booked a plane ticket. And so did Courtney, but I booked one for like earlier in that day. She booked one for later and I get there. I first get to New York and it was like, I left work early to go to the airport. It was my first time on an airplane. I packed everything. I had outfits picked out and we booked the hotel and Courtney was like, I'll pay you back when I get paid like a paycheck. And I was like, that's fine. So I spent every cent I had on this hotel because I thought she was going to pay me back like the day we got out there. I'm pretty sure we left on like a Thursday and she was getting paid on Friday. So I was like, that's fine. Like, just pay me back. Because I didn't even have like money for food, yo. So I get out here. I get to the hotel. My Uber was $100. And this woman in the lobby, she's older than me she's like my mother's age oh probably fucking older and it's like oh my god do you want to like go out you're so fabulous blah 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 all this stupid cliche bullshit so i was like hey girl like sure let's go out um and we go out to this bar they ask for my id we don't like give them my id but they still gave us drinks she paid for all of them um, because I, no, that, they didn't even ask for my ID. They were asking for my vaccination card, but I, why didn't I have it? Oh, because I left it at the hotel and I didn't have a photo of it. If you want me to be honest, I'm pretty sure I had one dose and I was getting my second one when I got back from New York, but I knew places weren't going to let me in without two doses so I left it at the hotel but no by accident too like it was it worked out but I didn't have a photo of it um and I was too anxious to lie I just wanted to be oblivious so yeah I'm out with this random lady Courtney calls me she's like what are you doing and I was like I'm out I'm out like do you want to come meet us at this place and she was like who are you even with like that's crazy like blah, 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 blah. and like yelled at me over the fucking phone for this and I was like okay girl fine I'll leave I'll go back to the hotel so the woman walked back with me and Courtney like was waiting in the lobby she was so mad and we go up to the hotel room and we literally like lock this poor old woman out of our room and she's like I don't want to hang out with this woman and I was like, girl, okay, fine, whatever. So we l stopped hanging out with her. And 
We go outside to go get food because she's hungry. We don't even, like, fucking get food. I swear to God. Like, no. We were walking around, and she just doesn't stop for anything. And I was like, girl, it seems like such a blur doing that with Courtney. That was strike one that night. So then the next morning, she's like, we have to, like, get up early. Her idea of New York was to go to a grocery store to, like, go look in the area that we were looking to live. And I was like, let me just be, like, a tourist for a little. Like, let me just walk around the city, like, dress. I want to see Soho. I want to see designer stores. Because keep in mind, I had never seen designer stores, really, because living in Ohio. So, yeah. And, uh, um, I'm so tired. I could fall asleep right now. Oh my God. Breathe in. Breathe out. <sighs> okay. No. So we go out to breakfast because she's like, let's go out to breakfast. We get to this place. She leaves her fucking retainer there after I asked her to pay for my side of the bill because she hadn't paid me back yet. And she was so mad about it. And I was like, girl, why are you mad about it? You haven't paid me back. Then just fucking pay me back. So she leaves her fucking retainer there. She tries calling. They're like, the retainer is in here. She's like calling the dentist. I'm in Soho. She's on the phone the entire fucking time we're there acting pissed as fuck. And I was like, girl, this is so annoying. She just was in the pissiest mood, could not turn it around. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And I was getting really annoyed, but I didn't say anything. And then I had previously to going like planning this trip, I was like, I'm going to hang out with Alex. And I told him to come down um, and spend the night at the hotel room that I at the moment was paying for. So then, oh my God. So then, whatever, we do a few more things. We go back to the hotel. And, no, I'm pretty sure, no, because when did the fight go down? When did we actually start yelling at each other? Because I was like, I'm having Alex. And I was like, you can hang out with us, though. No, this is what happened. We went to the public hotel and I wanted some drinks like we went I was like girl then where do you want to go because I was I told her she could take me where she wanted to go so we went to this a few stores that she wanted to go to like the Drake store or whatever and I was like let's go to the public and get like a drink or two like it's so cool the neon escalator it was very cliche and I did shit on Delilah later in her Instagram feed, and I called her a basic bitch for going to the public, but I do love me a neon escalator, girl. No. I'll take it back. I was just being a cunt, Delilah, but it's fine. You took it way too hard. You took it to heart. Um, so, ooh, I'm itching my ear right now, and it feels so good. Okay. So we go to the public. I'm flirting with someone because I'm like, I am like a drinkin. And then I was like, oh, should I get another? And Courtney was literally like, you're an alcoholic and like said it straight up. And I was like, girl, what do you, what? And she's like, you're an alcoholic. And like got so mad at me for drinking. And I was like, why? Like I'm, 
on vacay, bitch. Like, I just want to fucking relax. And you have to be the biggest, like, cunt. You have to be the biggest motherfucking pussy. Pussy ass bitch. So, yeah. I'm pissed as fuck because she's, like, yelling at me, being like, oh, you need alcohol to have fun. Oh, you're so immature. Like, oh, we can't live together. And we literally got in a fight. And then I was like, girl, whatever the fuck. And we went home that night. I was angry as fuck. She was angry. I, no, I think she went home. And I walked around Times Square. And I, like, cried. Because she said something really fucking annoying. And then she was like, well, I'm leaving if you don't want to go. And I was like, fine, girl, whatever. And then, yeah, she left. I stayed. And then I walked around Hell's Kitchen. And I was looking for, like, a grinder date. Because I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was drunk, and I was tipsy, and I was hungry, and I wanted pizza. And some man was, like, offering me ecstasy. And I was like, low-key? He was a short king, but he was so pretty. And I was like, maybe, maybe. So this is when Lana's album came out, too. So I was walking through Times Square, crying my eyes out. And, like, this... Was it an outfit that you could see my fucking penis in? Maybe. But, um, a dealer's playing. And it was, like, my first time hearing dealer. And I was like, I don't want to live. I don't want to give you nothing. I don't want to live. I don't want to give you nothing. And I was vibing to it. And I played that shit loud as fuck when I got back in the hotel room. Because fuck Courtney. Courtney was being a fucking bum. A bum. A snail, a hermit, a bum. So, the next day, she got up early as fuck. I, she woke me up. She turned all the fucking lights on. I was so annoyed. I was like, Alex is coming. Since you don't want to fucking pay me back for the hotel. Like, he's sleeping in the room. And she was like, well, that makes me really uncomfortable. And I was like, well, you haven't paid me back. So I'm doing what I want to do. So that's what's going to happen. He's spending the night here. And I was like, you're more than welcome to hang out with us. And she was like, nah. So me and Alex hung out. And we tried to go to this hotel, the hotel bar. They ID'd us. And then... We went to Times Square Applebee's and they gave us drinks. We had the, um, it was by, it was near Halloween. So they had spooky drinks going and we, it was like the Shark Bowl spooky drink and they were so good. Then we snuck into a gay bar and we had so much fun that night. And then we came back and Courtney just ruined the fucking vibe. So then she was like, I'm changing my plane ticket. And I was like, girl, you're such a fucking two year old. And she was like, I'm not paying for this hotel. Like, no. And, like, couldn't change her hotel ticket. Was stressing out the entire fucking trip. Spent the day after alone, too. Didn't even fuck talk to me. I walked Alex to Grand Central. And then I walked around Central Park alone on a gray day. Listening to Blue Bannisters by Lana Del Rey. And then... Yeah, me, Courtney just never said goodbye. And we just went our separate ways. And eventually paid me for, like, half the hotel room. And then I told Diaz about it, but, like, he thought I was, like, gaslighting her or something. Um, 
But that was my first New York experience. It was such a shit show. Um, yeah, so Courtney came back. We, like, didn't talk. I had become a visual merchandiser at that point. Um, and... What happened? What happened? What happened? No, because I... This is how I got the visual merchandising job. Because I didn't know that visual merchandising was, like, a thing. Like, I thought the employees were just supposed to move shit around and make it look nice. Like, when new merch came in. Because we would unload the trucks. And I was like, okay, like, work. Like, I'll make it look nice. Like, the new merch at the front. Like, we know the drill. We know what's up. So, I caught the visual merchandising. I don't know if it was me myself and I or my talent that got um me noticed by the visual merchandising department but I was offered a seasonal position to do the Christmas decorations by John who was a married gay man um with a husband that was not working and they had just moved here for the job um, and he was kind of creepy. John was kind of creepy. I won't lie. He would say, like, things about the mannequins that were hella inappropriate. And going from Geraces to this and just the inappropriate vibe of a work, like, sticking, I made a few... I never started the jokes, but I would chip in, but I was, like, madly uncomfortable. He would say, like, there's not a lot of girls that can take it up the butt around here because some of the mannequins would have, like, the stand coming from their butthole. And he just thought it was so funny. And he would, like, talk about people that worked there, how tight their pants were and how good they looked. And if they were, like, a bodybuilder or something and just weird shit like that he would bring up all the time. Um, But, yeah. What else? So I started... Oh my god, Ariel. Don't even get me started on Ariel. Ariel was this annoying fucking woman that would just, like, take the job way too fucking seriously. She was in the customer service, so she would try and, like, save someone's dying son from cancer is what she was trying to do. And it was like, girl, like, this is Nordstrom. This is crazy. And... She was the one that was like, oh, I used to do that job like you should. It's so fun. She actually visual merchandises to this, like, right now at this point in time. She's a visual merchandiser. Um, But she convinced me to get the Christmas job. The Christmas job was a lot of fucking work. Nordstrom's very specific about their Christmas decorations. But you could tell how cheap they, they were getting. Like, they were running out of money. Like, they are going bankrupt. Nordstrom is. As you can see, they just shut down all the stores in Canada. So, something's going on. But, um, yeah. I took the job. I started working with Arden and Alyssa and this other girl. I forgot her name, but she was so lazy. She was so nice, but, like, she was there to, like, take care of her kids, like, she pay the bills, like, homegirl did her job and left. And she, I don't know, I don't know. She 
left to go to Forever 21. But when she was there, I feel like the group did not like her. I don't think her and John got along, which was the thing. So when I was in there, it was like hella awkward. Um, but yeah, because I would hang out with that girl. Um, and Arden and Alyssa and John would hang out. And it was like the group was split. Um, I don't know, because I just got weird vibes from John. But I eventually grew to love Arden and Alyssa. But, because John would say things like to me, you look so good today. And like, just use like a weird fucking tone. And I was like, um, and him and John, I mean, him and Robert didn't get along. Like there was, he, him and Lindsay didn't get along. Him and Carrie Ann didn't get along. Him and, um, Jim didn't get along. Him and Natalie didn't get along. Like he was so fake and mean and annoying. And you could just tell. But um yeah. So I started working. I fucked up all the Christmas decorations, to be honest. Um cuz it was so hard to fucking read how, how they wanted it and everything cuz I had to set up like the windows and do all that shit and whoever put the Christmas decorations the year before away did the worst job in America so everything was like tangled everything didn't make fucking sense oh my god it was like girl why am I here um yeah so slowly but surely I got through it and I'm so hungry Um, maybe I should take a nap, but no, because it's five, yo. Oh my God, I have my food handler thing tomorrow. Annoying as fuck. I'm going to go out to this dinner and be out for like two hours max and come home because I'm not playing this game tonight. Um, anyway, what else is happening? I'm being a visual merchandiser. I, when I, because she quit, so then they offered me the job. And I took the kids department, the kids department, the fitness department, and what else? Kids fitness. And what else did I start with? I don't fucking remember, but I eventually took over beauty. But, yeah. Um. Oh, God. Fitness, beauty, and I don't know, y'all. I'm so sorry. Um, I literally failed my food handler's test so I have to retake the course and fucking take the test again whatever it's fine and my the employers that I have now literally accused me of lying about taking the test and just and I was like girl like what 
I was like, Ma, I paid for the test. Like, why would I lie about that? Whether I took it or not, I paid money to take this test. Which is so annoying. But I just had the worst sex of my life. It's like when you're not horny and you're just doing it for the other person to be nice. But, like, his fingernail was just, like, bothering the fuck out of me. Oh, my fucking God. His fingernail, yo. And now we're watching The Boy too. Oh, just kidding. And I'm so fucking tired. And I have the worst anxiety. Because my leg keeps swelling up. So tired. And I'm like, my anxiety's like giving me difficulty of breathing. So I'm convinced that it's a heart problem. But I know it's probably not. So either you're going to be giggling with me next week about this. Or you're going to be at my funeral. Like, it's, it's one or the other. Um... What else? So I'm visual merchandising. And the problem about this whole entire fucking job is since Arnold Shumway the worst. Um the online sales people like couldn't find shit, number one, which is one of the reasons why we were doing so bad. Two, because we had so much clearance, yo. We had trunks and trunks and trunks of everything out on the floor because our boss, Lindsay, thought that it would be like we would sell more if it was out on the floor instead of if it looked fucking nice and presentable. And it was like actually supposed to be out on the floor. So that was like, oh, my fucking... OCD, yo. I couldn't do it. My sheets smell like this man that was here the other night. And he was so cute. I won't lie. He's like ugly cute. But like, I love that. And I think he's so handsome and so cute. And he's such like a, a weirdo. But it's fine. Yeah, so I'm visual merchandising, and, like, they, we had so many tables, too, and with the tables, yo, we would have to, like, set them up, like, we would have to fold, like, sweaters on the table, because you're not supposed to hang a sweater, that was one of Nordstrom's weird, funky rules, they were like, don't hang sweaters, it ruins the sweaters, which, I mean, it does, technically, but, like, does it fucking matter, Oh, God, I feel so weird. I shaved today. Um, yeah, so they were just a nightmare because customers would fuck them up. Employees would fuck them up. Online orders would just fuck them up, too. Because I never, like, did it in the right, like, size. But... Yo, this movie's kind of scary. I don't remember any promo for this movie. If this bitch dies, I'm literally about to, like...
Why is this bitch getting kidnapped? I don't understand this movie. Oh my god, she's like beating them up. Y'all, this is crazy. Oh, they knocked her out. Anyway, so yeah. Doing fucking, because I had the most tables. And the worst fucking merchandise. The athletic tables were a nightmare because I would fold like 50 pairs of leggings on these fucking tables because we couldn't have anything in the back rooms. Like they wouldn't let us do inventory in the back. Like how you're supposed to do it in a fucking retail store. So annoying. So fucking annoying. Because the trucks would come. And you're just supposed to put out like one of each size. And like if someone if someone like buys that, you'll know. And then the person's supposed to go and get that size that was sold and bring it out to the floor. Like a new one of it. So there's just one of each size. So it looks nice. And there's not a lot of merchandise. And it's easy to shop. And it's easy to look at things. And it's fucking easy on the eyes. Um... But no, we didn't do that there. We, no. I had to make everything work. Everything all at once. But it's fine. Um, yeah. What else? It literally smells like cum right now and I want to kill myself. But whatever. What are we going to do? I'm like getting the worst anxiety. Why is this bitch writing on a notepad? That's so strange. But anyway, the fun part about being a visual merchandiser is it was doing the windows. The windows were so fun. I I never dressed mannequins because John fucking would say he hated them, which he had the like the worst fashion like a button up and like a sweater and jeans like okay but Alyssa and Arden both had such like big personalities that like they dressed the mannequins and they kind of like overruled cause like I don't want to try and like it get shit on because everyone in the store like shit on the mannequins it was like Frank you have to fix them like they look so bad what's going on and I, I tried y'all I fucking tried to do my departments. But again, the inventory at Nordstrom, like, sucks. And you're not supposed to dress the mannequins unless they're, like, in the windows. No, but not even in the windows. You're not supposed to put them in things that there's only, like, one of. Which, there was, like, one of things, and they were so cool. And, like, I would put it on the mannequins, but then people would see the mannequins and be like, where is that? And we'd be like, we don't have it. But... Yeah. I don't know, yo. Once I laid in my bed, I got so fucking tired. Maybe I should just go to bed. Maybe I should. I deserve it. Okay, well then, I'll go to bed. <sighs> okay. Yo, what sex life is fucking crazy.
it's like the <laughs> just a lot of sex yo and i'm starting to not have sex i'm going on a cleanse i'm trying to take care of myself and pleasure myself that doesn't mean i'm not gonna touch myself oh my god that's so dirty that i said that but no i'm trying not to have gross creepy men over and that's all in period but anyway back to nordstrom so i had no experience to you guys i had no idea what visual merchandising was and i just got thrown into the fucking water my like the i ugh, no training nothing this was supposed to be my training so i could become a good visual merchandiser but didn't fucking happen because it was literally just like it was like kiki time like we would go and get why does everyone care that they're having sex? Like, they're not even that hot. Like, what? I'm good. This is so unrealistic, but it's fine. Ew, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. So we would literally just have, like, hour coffee breaks. Like, I would take, like, two-hour lunches and sit in the office and, like, brainstorm and avoid certain people is what we would do. Which, now I understood why everyone was so mad at the visual merchandising department, but... But it's... Uh, literally, people were bitches, though. Like, Jim, so fucking annoying. Needed Alyssa every ten minutes. I just didn't know what was going on there. Jim was just, like... Horny. We hung out with him outside of work, and he was just... I was drunk as fuck when I saw him, but he was just horny. I could tell. Like, he came out there because we were all convinced he had a crush on Alyssa, but it's fine. And, yeah. So, I, oh, uh, my God, I had accessories. I would spend so much time in accessories because, again, like I, w <laughs> I'm dead. Like I was saying, um, oh, my God, she's getting mad. Um... Now they're having a fight and it's so awkward. I'm screaming. This show's crazy. I need to stop watching TV while I'm making podcasts because I get so off topic, as people say, but whatever. It's for the commentary. It's for the vibe. Let me describe the vibe real quick before I go back to what I was talking about. It's a moderate room temperature in here. What's room temperature? It's room temperature like 55. I don't know, but it's like... We have the um, LED lights on. Um, wait a minute. 72. <gasps> what? That's hot. Girl. Oh my God. 72. That's room temperature. Okay. Whatever. I don't understand. <gasps> oh my god. Anyway, yeah, we're watching Sex Life. I got the porn posters on the wall. I just got a, recently got a new closet, so it feels like claustrophobic, but in like a cozy way here. Um, and we have our canopy up. It makes me feel very grounded and safe in this environment. Um, 
And I just cleaned the apartment today, so I feel, I feel very clean. Um, ew, why is this man acting like this is the best blowjob in humanity? I don't understand. And why is everyone watching? That's so weird. Oh my god, this does not happen. My girl, please. And she's crying. Anyway, no, because I should do an episode on this show. It's so annoying, this show. Um, we have the black duvet. It's cozy in here. So anyway, I had accessories. And like I was saying, everything had to be out on the floor all the time. So I would have to, like, stuff these motherfucking bags. I would have to, like, put them. It was literally just, like, me cleaning up after people but um this show is so distracting oh my god I can't watch it so it was literally visual merchandising is not cleaning up it's literally showing people how it should be when it's clean um but whatever I cleaned up after people. And the, the fucking um, clearance table with the accessories, it was a hot mess all the time. I, like, no one, everyone was so lazy at this store. They would just not do their jobs and try and visual merchandise and move things. And we couldn't have expensive, like, you can't have expensive things in different areas. There was, like, a marble area and there was, like, a carpeted area. And I couldn't have the expensive things on the um, carpeted area. And it was just a nightmare because I, the store was like built to have certain departments in each area, but then obviously things change. So the store was like moved around and like fucked up. So it was different from how it was, but oh my God, this show is too dramatic. It's like my podcast. Oh, my God. Whatever. But, yeah. No, I... What's her name? Worked down in accessories. Taylor. And she was the sweetest person ever. I mean... She was kind of, like, quirky weird. But sweetest person ever. Oh, my God. And the jewelry... The girl at the jewelry counter. I loved her. She was so wholesome. And you could tell that she was just there to, like, get money and, like take care of things like she did her job respectfully she didn't she wasn't mean to anyone there she was oh she was perfect I loved her I would always talk to her I forgot her name bless her soul though she really got me through those dark days but it's fine um who else was at the jewelry counter that I would always talk to oh my goodness what is her name Oh, my God, I forgot her name, too. Oh, no, I loved her. She was so fucking funny. Yeah, we would talk about, like, boys together. She was the best. She used to work in the women's department with me. And then she moved down to jewelry, and she was the manager, the counter manager of David Yerman. And did that because she needed more money, and she was taking care of her kid, obviously. And, oh, my goodness, I forgot about her. Fuck my life. Okay. Okay, whatever. Oh my god, you're back. How did it go? <gasps> Why is he kicking her out? 
Oh my god, whatever. Um, now that's really gonna keep me up at night because of what was her name. I don't know, but we both fucking hated Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann Campbell. Oh my god, Carrie Ann literally got fired, you guys. It was like, they like didn't tell us though. Because obviously she sucked her job, like that was a given. But one day, like, she just, she took so much time off because she lived like, in Youngstown, which is so fucking far from where we worked. So she had, like, two apartments and, like, lived with her boyfriend. But the other apartment was obviously for when she was cheating with, um, Kevin. Um. Oh, my God. Um. I for- yeah, I forgot the day she got fired, though. We- I was visual merchandising, and they, like, wouldn't tell us. Because Lindsay had, like, anger issues. And she- that's why she did a lot of shit. Um, but I had to- funny story. I had to call Lindsay the other day because I had to get my tax return. And she is so fake. I was so scared because, obviously, when I left, like, I thought she was a bitch. But she, like- has, like, a crazy amount of kids, and her husband's, like, a theology teacher, and I'm pretty sure she's Mormon, yo. She is Mormon, and it's just, she had this, oh, my God, this eyeliner, and we all were just, like, why, why, why did she do that? But, (laughs) it's fine. It's funny. Um... Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Chris was fucking annoying. Chris was like the, um... She reminded me of, like, Dr. Richardson Phillips at Ignatius. She was the, um, admin of Beachwood Nordstrom. And would just follow me around and, like, dress code me. But, like, would be such a mother and would be like, love you, like, wish you the best of luck in, um, New York... So fucking funny. Oh my god. The girls at the grill too. I used to kiki with the girls at the grill. Because I would go up there. And order food all the time. This man is so sexy. But it's fine. And I would get food. And ask them how their day was. And they would make me like nacho fries. They weren't on the menu. But I would get like nacho fries. And they were so fucking good. But I forgot her name, too. Because they had, like, this... They had, like, a breakfast one day for, like, um... Fucking... The people that worked that weren't, like, salespeople. It was everyone behind the scenes and whatever. Like, visual merchandising. And, like, maintenance and... Just the people in the fucking office, HR, whatever. And... (laughs) Robert was cooking the food. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> everyone made it so sexual they were like Robert like I was like do you have like <laughs> it literally like the tension there was crazy because everyone was like like give him some food like you're cooking for Frank like you're being the housewife and it was I giggled I thought it was funny but it wasn't 
inappropriate. I mean, I wasn't making it inappropriate. Obviously, the situation altogether was kind of inappropriate, but I was not the one that did that. I was just giggling because he was behind the counter. And then everyone was like, he's being the housewife. And I was like, like, honestly, um, yes. What else? What else? What else? Behind, oh, no, because when I was saying that the store was moved around, like, the home department used to be where they had kids' boys, because, yo, the fucking third floor was crazy. Was fucking crazy. They moved, like, they flopped the whole fucking department, basically. So where the lingerie used to be was, like, I'm pretty sure where, like, kids used to be. And then where kids used to be, it was lingerie and, um, no, wait, because I know the home department used to be, oh, yeah, 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 because athletics used to be up there, and athletics used to be up there. The home department used to be where the kids was, so behind the kids, the stock room was, like, completely fucking empty. Of kids stuff. But the kids stuff was crammed in this little room where they put the, um... Wait a minute. Now I'm, like, confusing myself. Lingerie department was where another area of online orders was. Behind the home in the lingerie area. And then maintenance was back there. Um... He's, like... This man in the show, he's literally outside watching her from the window. And it's fucking creepy, but it's fine. Um. Anyway. Yeah. No, there was home stuff behind the boys, but it was... Why am I saying it was fucking empty? Because it wasn't. That's a bullshit lie. It wasn't. They had all the home stuff back there, but it wasn't kid stuff is what I was trying to say. And they had, like, a whole wrapping area for home stuff. And it just was not utilized. It was literally stupid as fuck. But, um, Narisha, yo, was the fucking... She was so annoying. She, bless her soul, because she helped me at the end. But she was, like, I talk... Well, everyone talks shit about her. It wasn't just me. I'm not a bad person. Well, I kind of am, but... She fucking was so serious about this job. And it was like, girl, we should be serious about it. But like the store altogether isn't serious. So I'm not going to be too serious about it. And she just acted like following the plans and everything and wanted me to be so professional. And I was like, girl, I honestly don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'll try. And things like that. She, oh my God. Oh my fucking God. When the Christmas shit came around, I had to set up this whole, like, toy shop upstairs. It was the biggest fucking mess. Because, oh my goodness, now all this trauma is coming back to me. I fucking... There was the toy shop, and there was downstairs, too, which was, like, the Christmas land. And... They needed toys in the Christmas land and upstairs. So, like, it was literally, like, vacant in the toy shop. There was, like, one-of-ones, and it was stupid. 
And they made us bring all this shit downstairs just to fucking have no one buy because they, oh my God, it was so stupid. We had to put up this whole wooden tower thing and put home decor on it. And we had to move like, oh, this was a nightmare when Christmas came around. Fucking mess working this Christmas shop. They had free gift wrapping, which was the biggest fucking waste of money Nordstrom could ever fucking do. Um, I'm so hungry all of a sudden. Biggest fucking mistake. Because people were so rude all the time and expected gift wrapping. And it was wild. But this has to be a dream. What's going on on this show? This is wild. Um, but yeah, I had to bring... Oh, I literally remember this day. It was just like wild because they needed us to fucking there's that's a green screen they like oh my god bring all the stupid shit downstairs with santa sacks these ugly potato sacks that you could get your name (laughs) fucking printed on it was so stupid they also had alterations which was crazy that's this table reminded me of that because the alterations people fucking um like, did the potato sacks. And, um, alterations was wild. I had a friend that worked. She was a mono, what's the word? Monogram girl. I forgot her name too, but she was, um, wild. She had a pixie cut. She was cool. She was a manic pixie girl dream. Manic dream pixie girl. You know what's up. Um, we were besties. She motivated me to move to New York, which she got me there. She, she got me there, but I had this bitch come in one time and she wanted these ugly ass billabong shorts. No, they were pants or something. And she wanted them done for vacation. And I had just started and she fucking asked me to do like alterations. So I called the alterations people over, blah, 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 whatever. They like did that like thing and I was supposed to bring it up and bring it over there and I didn't I rung it up but I left it over in my area because I didn't know no one fucking like told me where to go I didn't know what I was doing and then the billabong pants were like missing because this woman came back like a week later to get them and And fucking, um, they weren't done because I didn't bring them over there because I didn't fucking know. But what was I supposed to do? So she made a whole scene about how I was bad at my job and whatever, and that they couldn't find these pants and someone had bought these pants and girl, they were like the ugliest pair of pants. I don't know why she was so like invested in these pants, but just those weird encounters of being like, oh, I like the Nordstrom, like, oh, I found you the perfect pair of page jeans that are just hemmed beautifully and, like, fit you so right at the waist and they're the perfect shade. And now I can just, these jeans are going to help you so much in life. And I just, this commission is really going to help me in life. Like, girl, that was the biggest bullshit working retail. Fucking never again. Like, never fucking again. And anyway, 
I am dead because that pissed me the fuck off. I remember we would like, the dress department was the worst thing in the world because the dress department used to be where the wedding suite was. But the wedding suite wasn't a thing anymore because COVID changed a lot of things. Like they weren't getting dresses in because no one was going to anything fancy. So when that was happening and COVID ended, they fucking still weren't getting dresses and they weren't getting fucking dresses and they put it in this small ass wedding suite because they weren't getting um, wedding dresses anymore. And it was a nightmare because it was literally like not meant for that. And it was just one of ones and people were so fucking annoying and frustrated. Every time I saw someone, it would be a question about the fucking dress department. And it was like, why? Why, 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 why? And then it eventually got moved to across from it. And the, like, designer section got shrunk down. Which they were so fucking mad about. The salespeople in the designer department. Because they were like, how the fuck are we going to make, like, commission? If it's so small. We're all like, girl, shut the actual fuck up. Like, there is no need for y'all to be this mad. Because you guys already make the most. And the designer shit doesn't need to be as spread out as it is. But, whatever. Anyway, I'm like suffocating in bed. The way that I'm sitting. And I'm convincing myself that I am losing breath. But it's just the way that I'm fucking sitting. Anyway, yeah, and then the wedding dress department got shut down altogether. That whole area in front of the wedding dress was fucking disgusting. They had, that was like where all the sweaters were when I was talking about like these sweater tables. Disgusting. It was literally just clearance like city. They had free people over there. It was the ugliest thing that I've ever in my life seen. No need for all this fucking shit to be out on the floor. No need. Which, this is where Marie worked. So, and Courtney used to work over there in Delaney, this area. And Alyssa. And they would just... The way things were put away, people would just put on the fucking clearance bar. And that pissed me off because... Girl, because I am dead. I went through the clearance bar one day in Topshop because Topshop Savvy. It's called Savvy. Not really Topshop anymore because they got... They rebranded or something weird. Something was going on. No, I can't remember. Maybe it is still Top. No, because something happened with Topshop. Don't quote me on that. But... um, I went through the whole fucking clearance bar. There was like six trunks you guys and i like took out everything that was regular and i put it on a bar and they got so mad at me for this fucking bar because no one wanted to help me put this shit actually away so i was like well okay so it's just gonna take me a minute to do it and they were like no we need this stuff out on the floor it can't be back here carrie Ann like yelled at me one day and was saying that i sucked at my job and that this was really bad, and why would I even do this? And I was like, girl, because I was doing my job. I was cleaning up. I, was, I wasn't being a lazy liberal. And 
Yeah, but never again would I have done that. I wasted so much time there. And if I worked there while I was having, like, the anxiety that I have nowadays, I would have killed myself. Deadass. Standing at that fucking trunk. Well, no, thinking about it right now, it's giving me severe anxiety. But de-realizing while I was there would be, like, horrifying. I would, oh, God. The fitting rooms were just, like, gross. Closing was disgusting because I would have to empty the registers and, like, bring the money upstairs. And just, it was stupid. And make sure no one was in the fitting rooms. Oh, my goodness. This one time, someone came in and left a shitty pair of underwear in the fucking fitting room. And I had to deal with it. I had to fucking deal with some shitty, like, underwear. A pair of shitty fucking underwear because this woman stole some jeans. Like, I don't fucking know what was going on. That was like a crackhead day. Um, but wild, wild, wild. You guys, I kind of like someone. That's so off topic. Maybe I'll say it in the next episode. Yeah, I'll save it for the next one. But I just wanted to give you a little insight because it just came across my mind. Um, the shitty fucking underwear had me dead as fuck. Yo, but the department where I would hide was um, fucking athletic department because the fucking customer service office was right behind it. So I would just be over there because no one would shop in that section, first of all. And it was so hidden because it was, like, big, tall walls. Um, and it was just, ugh, it was so nice. And I could just act like I was doing returns and talk to the customer service people. And it was the best thing in the world. One, because people did... No, this was one other thing about Nordstrom. People would do the most. Um, and they would come in expecting, like, me to move mountains... Um, to do their fucking return. When in reality, I should have been selling stuff, not doing fucking returns. And they would yell at me if I didn't meet a certain sales goal of the day. And I was like, how the fuck do you expect me to do that when you put me in a department next to the fucking return center? So they would come to a salesperson and do returns. Because the customer service people would say anyone could do returns. And so would I, because you could, but you, it's just... It was unfair because only certain people were doing returns. Some salespeople would say that they can't. So stupid. But. Yeah. Please. This bitch is corny ass writing about sex. Whatever. Um, what else happened while I was working there? The people in the men's department were weird as fuck. There was this gay guy down there, and you could just tell he's lived lives, but he was lonely. And he would, like, be like, oh, you look so good. But, like, not in, like, a fucking creepy way. In, like, a... Maybe. No, kind of in a creepy way. You know those kind of creepy people that are, like, very supportive of you, but, like, it's just a gay person, so they're creepy? That's what was going on. That's what was going on. Um, who else was down there? 
I don't know. Um, what's his name that John would always talk about was down there. He was his bodybuilder, and John would always just be like, let's go see what so-and-so's wearing today. Let's go see, like, how tight his pants are and shit like that. And I'd be like, oh, God. I just... But, yeah. Please. This is wild. I guess I was just procrastinating talking about Alyssa and Arden. I loved Alyssa and Arden. We hung out outside of work. We went to bars with my shitty fake. We smoked at Alyssa's house. We drank at Alyssa's house. Slept there. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. But, like, we kikied at work. Um, nothing really, it's hard to, like, uh, have friends in your work life because you're supposed to be professional and shit, but it's hard. I'm screaming. Because I, I don't know what to say, y'all. I don't know what to say. Um, please. Arden's, Arden was depressed most of the time, I feel. So, which scared me a little bit, but loved her to death. I feel like she deserves so much. And it just... Working at Nordstrom just wasn't doing it. She recently left Nordstrom, but came back. And now visual merchandise is again. But I just, I don't know why she's still there. She has dreams of fashion and she's just stuck in Ohio. Um, she was like besties with John, though. Alyssa wasn't as close with John because Arden and John would go smoke cigarettes and stuff. <coughs> Um, so I was closer with Alyssa, but, um, but, girl, because now I don't know, I should prepare notes for episodes, but I don't, but it's, it's, it's all right. There is steam on my window from how cozy it's getting in here um no they would just think I was lazy sometimes which that's I feel like it was mutual I thought they were lazy sometimes but that's just work you know like obviously you don't always have the best ideas all the time so when we were like setting up the windows and stuff they would get like annoyed and be like Frank do this do that and then I would just get annoyed but I wouldn't say it out loud and if I ever did say something out loud, I would say it, like, giggly or be like, should we do it this way? And then they would just be like, no. And I'd be like, okay. But it's just, again, because I was young and not as firm being outspoken. I had good ideas. 
but I've been so traumatized throughout my life that I just don't like sharing ideas because growing up, going to the schools I did, being at home, I just was shut down all the time and just didn't feel like I was in a comfortable space. Being stuck in a comfortable in a space where you don't feel comfortable um, really traumatized me because now at workplaces, I will just let them sabotage themselves. I just don't voice my opinion. Well, I also learned that too because at places like this, do I really want to waste my useful information on something that I'm not going to get credited for? No. So I'll let people sink sometimes. It's a curse and a blessing, a curse and a blessing. Um... But, yeah. What else? Who knows? My boss, John actually works in White Plains. Which I could go see him if I wanted to. Um. What else? What else? What else? Yo, putting up cling on these fucking windows was the most annoying thing. It's like this sticky material that gets stuck with water on glass. And it, like, it was so stupid. Because we would spend all this time putting it up, but they would only be up for, like, a little. Which was... Um, what else happened at Nordstrom? I did things with Trina. I also, Nordstrom does this thing where if you find it cheaper on a different website, you can sell it at that price. And I was fucking, um, I did that a few times. I won't lie. Maybe not a few times. Maybe I remember once. That I did with the rag and bone dress. But, um, yeah, you could do that. I also did returns for people all the time. And I was too lazy to, like, scan things. So if it looked like it, I would just click on it and return it. Because you get so fed up with doing so many returns. But you're not supposed to do it that way. Um, I would also return things that were, like, from a while, a while ago. Because Nordstrom has no return policy. So you can just basically wear something the entire... Because if they didn't have a tag on it. And they were trying to return it. Um, my like, if I refused a customer, my they would ask for a manager, and then the manager would just return it. So at the end of the day, like if it didn't have a fucking tag on it, like I would still fucking return it, and then just print a new tag. But a lot of times tags wouldn't get printed, and they would just get put back on the fucking shelves, which was so bad for everyone because then you would have to find the fucking item and then print a tag out if someone was trying to buy it or if it was an online fucking order. So goddamn stupid. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh my god. This one time. Like, theft was not really a problem when I was working there. Everyone wanted to say Beachwood was, like, ratchet as fuck. Which, girl, it wasn't. But, obviously, with the decline of 
retail stores because of online. It was They were losing stores, but it wasn't getting ratchet or sketchy. It was just not as busy. And that was weird to people. But there, there were these people that would come in and act like they bought things and return it. Like I was saying, like if there was no tag on it or I couldn't find it, like I would just click something similar to it. But you weren't supposed to. You could send it back to the card that it was purchased with and it would just take a few days. They didn't want us doing like someone inserting their um, debit card and them just getting the money because in reality, I could return something and put it on a different card for someone and it just wouldn't like do anything. Like you could, I'm pretty sure if you paid with a credit card and just put it on a debit card, like it would go on your fucking debit card. And that's how people were like finessing things and whatever. There's a whole, there's a lot of problems to that, but, but, what else, what was I saying? Oh, these people. So these, this guy came upstairs one day with one of the Dior colognes and the big Dior colognes, this one, it was the fucking fabulous. It was $750 for this cologne. And this man wanted me to return it and put it on his card like he inserted it into his card and i like pressed the panic button because no i didn't press the panic button i thought it was fishy but i was like whatever and i had his things behind the counter and they were like ringing up weird and i was like maybe i should get my manager like sir in all honesty, I would, didn't know what was going on when I first started talking to this man. I was like, um, I might have to get my manager. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, they're not coming up. And it's just weird. It's saying they weren't even sold. And I was just being, like, a curious George. And I'm trying to figure it out and be like, I want to know what's going on. Um, but, beat to the punch, Robert came, security man, and knew who this man was. And I had, like, the items. And he started, like, yelling at us, calling us both racist because he was black. And pulled out his phone and was, like, filming us. And was like, these people are being racist. And I was standing there and I was, like, in shock. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. And Robert was like, let me go get, like, this piece of paper, like, this note and never come back here. And this man was like, give me my fucking items back. And, like, ripped them out of my hands while Robert was gone. And Robert wasn't, like, doing anything. And I was like, my gay ass behind this counter is about to get, like, beat the fuck up by this big ass black man. Like, he's about to throw punches, yo. Because, um, like, I was, I was scared when he started yelling and started calling me racist. And pulled out his phone. I was like, I'm about to be on TikTok later. I'm about to get, like, beat the fuck up. Like, I was just here trying to do nothing and make thirteen fifty an hour is what I was trying to do, girl. And Robert left, which made the situation even worse. Because this man ripped the shit out of my fucking hands and starts running. And down comes my the store manager, Lindsay, with her black eyeliner, her crazed raccoon eyeliner, and this small buff gay man running after this man as he's leaving with this $750 cologne and me shaking behind the counter being like, what just happened? I don't want to be racist like my mother. What is happening? I thought I handled that fine. But 
yeah, he got away that day. So hopefully he's somewhere enjoying that cologne. Because his name was like some weird ass name. It was like Wolf something. Um, but apparently the computer systems like were pulling up whose credit card was going in there. And it was like a flagged credit card. So that's how he like knew what was going on and found me. So, yeah. But retail's tricky because you can't really put your hands on someone or else they'll sue. Um, but I have been seeing these TikToks of, like, this loss prevention girl, like, putting her hands on people and, like, being so crazy. And I'm like, holy shit, like, if that happens to me one day when I steal, I'm gonna be so mortified. Um, yeah. I have not been able to talk about Buffalo Exchange yet. And that's making me depressed as fuck. Okay. What else happened at Nordstrom? What else? What else? What else? Um, I loved the... I am pretty sure I said this, but I did love the, um... Fucking online order girls. There was one that looked like the dried up version of fucking Mr. Krabs, but she, we never had a problem. She was kind of a bitch and like, oh my God, there was this gay man that was the online order person. He was so, he hated the visual merchandising team. Hated, hated, hated. I didn't mind this man. I just thought it was annoying because he would take the shit off the mannequins and like leave them naked and their boobs out. And people would just do that and like ruin my outfits or like change them. And... They were besties, the dried up doctor, I mean, oh my god, what's his name, Mr. Krabs? I almost said Dr. Krabs, and, yeah, that's funny, who else? I loved most of the online people, is where I was going with that story. Um, 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 but yeah. Let's just go back to, like, I loved the visual merchandising people. It was just, like, when you're trying to be besties and work together, it just doesn't mix well. Um, I had Arden stay at my apartment not too long ago, and let's just say it was a terrible experience. She slept in Michaela's room, which was fine. It's just, I only had one pair of keys, so I'm pretty sure... I got blackout fucking drunk one night and fell asleep in someone's bed and Arden was trying to get back to my apartment and I just, she couldn't get in, yo. So she had to go somewhere. I felt awful. But now at this apartment, I have a lot of roommates. So they, whoever's staying with me could easily get in. And there's a door code. So they could at least be in the building warm if they can't get in the apartment. But, yeah. What else? What else? What else? Um. I don't know. I guess when I was trying to leave, obviously... The thing that pissed me off was John said that he couldn't write me a recommendation to transfer Nordstrom's or just in general because I didn't have enough visual, like, 
he was new, a newly like manager, visual merchandising manager, and I didn't have enough experience. Like it wouldn't hold any ground is what he was saying. Like it just, yeah, it wouldn't work. And I was like, girl, that's such a fucking lie, but okay. He just didn't want me to leave. Um, um, yeah, so let's have a moment of silence for that. We just did have a moment of silence, but well-deserved. Um, yeah, when I was trying to transfer Nordstrom's, I was applying online and I was calling the stores to be like, did you guys get my recommendation? Not my recommendation. That's crazy. Did you get my application? And they were so shady over the fucking phone. The people at New York Nordstrom are horrible people. Fuck all of them. Fuck each and every fucking one of you fucking individuals because you guys all suck. You all fucking suck. Um... I called. Someone pretended to be a manager. I called. Someone sent me to the wrong department and put me on hold for like 50 minutes. Tried calling again. Someone pretended to be a manager. Shit was wild. I called the store admin. She lied and said that they don't receive the application. It goes through a third-party company. I called the third-party company. They said, no, it goes directly to the store. It just was like running in circles trying to apply at the store to make fucking minimum wage plus commission in a city where you can it just no 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 i was p taking a pay cut if anything if i was transferring because the visual merchandising in nordstrom is like a grade like that's wild i wouldn't even want to do it in visual merchandise in new york because that's that's fucking crazy but But, yeah. Because I'm sure they only make, like, 26 and... No. That's fucking generous. I'm sure they make, like, 22 an hour in New York. Because I was making, like, 18.50. So, it can't be that much more. I'm screaming at this show, but yeah. Um, they sucked. Lindsay did not. No, this is another thing that Lindsay did. Fuck this. Because she said she was going to call and like give them her word. I called to ask if my store manager called and they said no, she didn't call. So whatever. I put in my two weeks and just left is what I did. I worked until the day I left, like I said. Because I was already uncomfortable in the workplace, which there's like things, again, if you're trying to be friends with the people you work with, there's just certain boundaries that aren't made. So obviously, after working at Geraci's and then going right into Nordstrom, you want people to like you so you don't set boundaries and you don't want to like be like, we can't talk about this, we can't do that. And then it just gets to a point where it's too far and then you're uncomfortable and then it's too late and then... Yeah.
But yeah. Whatever. Fuck Nordstrom. Now, Risha actually was like, I'll give you a recommendation if you need it. And I was like, honestly, girl, period. Um, But yeah, like I was saying, John just had some out-of-pocket like things here and there. Being like, there's not a lot of girls around here that can take it up the butt. Like, the mannequins with the sticks up their butt, like, was just, when he was applying, he was like, you just dress so good all the time. Like, I always see you. Just, you always look so good. And I was like, girl, but, like, I, I don't know. I got weird vibes, and... I don't want to get shit for this because speaking up, you always, everyone always has something to fucking say. Like when I did my childhood episode, oh my God, it was like, oh, like, why are you so mentally ill was the things that were being said about me. What like attention seeking. It's just ridiculous what people say nowadays. Um, but yeah, I was uncomfortable, but it's fine. Being a young gay man in the workforce is, in all seriousness, I'm not trying to be funny right now when I'm saying, being a young gay individual in the workplace game, it's fucking, you just have to, it's like, it's like you're just treated as, like, a fucking sexual object. Like, if you want to get a raise, you have to fucking flirt or do something stupid or, like, it's just work. Like, I can't with men in the workplace. It's like, say excuse me. Like, talk about normal fucking things in the world. Why do you always have to make comments about my body, my appearance? Like, things like that. That's wild. Like, I can't even. I've just blocked out so many memories because there's a lot of fucking bad memories in the world. And if I hold on to all these bad memories, I'm just going to be stuck in a fucking psychosis episode. Psychotic episode. But... But yeah, I'm just over it at this point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I forgot anything about Nordstrom, I will glad... Yo, no. Let me finish on inventory. Inventory was a mess. We did inventory at fucking Nordstrom. And... It was another... Like, it was wild. We were on another planet. It was supposed to start at 6 and end at midnight. When I tell you... I... We, everyone stayed. A lot of people just lied and said that they had to go somewhere and, like, called out that day, whatever. There was no, like, if you missed inventory, you were supposed to get fired. But obviously, that doesn't happen in COVID days. 
Um, so. Um, but yeah, we started, um, and it just didn't get done. When midnight came around, everyone left. And there was more than half the store to be inventoried. So the managers had to stay, yo. And they didn't leave until the next morning when people were coming into work, you guys. Like, I remember getting there as a visual merchandiser at, like, 7 in the morning. And they were leaving. They looked so, like, tired. They looked... It was such a fucking mess. And I, I mean, it wasn't my fault. And then the inventory was completely wrong. I remember when it came back, they were like, it's so wrong. And we were like, I'm dead as fuck. Um, yeah. Lindsay drove a truck, yo. She pulled up to work a few times in this fucking pickup truck. I remember. That was crazy. Um, yeah. What else? I guess that's it. But... Okay, well, I'm going to wrap it up there, you guys. Moral of the story is being in the workforce, I'm scared for you guys. All the people my age that are in college right now that think they're going to get out and have this degree and work at the first job that they have for the rest of their lives and, like, they're going to get good pay and everything. Like, mm, girl, that's not how it works. People nowadays don't fuck. Like, maybe in other states, but in... No, Mm, uh, it's complicated. In New York, literally, it's just about experience and who you fucking know. Like, you could just lie, and it's about who you know. So, I don't think you need to fucking go to college to get a good fucking job, because you either just have to fucking sleep your way or fucking know someone, which is so toxic, but... Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is... Working day to day, working paycheck to paycheck, sucks. I've been so depressed. I've been in this, like, I don't, this panic being like, I don't know what to do with my fucking life. I'm not happy. Like, I'm supposed to, like, have this constant, like, um, thing in my life. But no, that's not reality. That's not how it should be. Because I'm working at a coffee shop right now. And I'm like, this just isn't it. <sighs> Work brings so much stress into your life. But it dry, it, it brings drive too. Because you always want to do better. You want to get to that point where you don't have to like break your back for things. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot working at Nordstrom. I definitely, um, it was one of those breaking points where I was like, I'm not happy here in Ohio and I need to leave. 
because I can't do this anymore. Um, but yeah, definitely wild. So I thank you for listening. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed what I had to say. This is a whopping two-hour episode about fucking Nordstrom. Maybe I'll send you a style board. Maybe I'll fucking... I'm dead. So, love you the most. And clocking out.